This is Marcus, and you're now listening to Rebuke. Now, this is the first show of the new year, and I hope everyone is practicing social distancing, wearing your mask, and counting down for, for the president clown face to leave the office. Now, you can support my podcast by sharing with your friends and your family on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also support it financially by becoming a monthly donor. The prices range from $0.99 cents per month to $9.99 per month. Or you can send whatever your heart desires to the cash, my cash app, which is dollar sign R-E-B-U-K-E-E-06, which is dollar sign R-E-B-U-K-E-E-06. This helps the podcast move to, to the direction of donating back to the community and one day issuing out scholarships to men and women attending college. Now, we have a dynamic uh, show today, and I'd like to thank our guest, Brooke aka the spiritual gangster from california and dr cheryl from birmingham alabama now before i uh, allow them to speak i'm gonna go ahead and read something and then i'm getting to the topic now having gained popularity as a parlor parlor game in the 15th century in italy though some have linked them to memluk playing cards from turkey and mystical imagery from egypt Tarot cards are now widely used for uh, deviation and including symbolism from the, ref the that reflects life lessons and challenges. But the most established tarot cards have a European aesthetic, which can make it difficult for people of black of, of color to connect with them. Now, 35 years later, since the release of the Jambalaya, the Naturals Woman's Book of Personal Charms and Practical Rituals by the teacher and author, uh, Miss Tish, uh, African-American and now African-American and Latino women are, in, are increasingly embracing alternative spiritual, spiritual practices through various means. They have, they also in Detroit, they all have, they have a group that meet up every month to discuss and practice tarot cards. And I always wondering why everybody's all of a sudden is going down this direction so I wanted to do a show to talk about this stuff. So the, the title of this show is called Card Stones and Sage. Now, once again, I'd like to thank Brooke and then Dr. Cheryl for being on the show. Thank you for having us. All right. And Dr. Cheryl, you there? I'm here. Thank you for having me. Okay. Just want to make sure. All right. Dr. Cheryl, I'm going to start with you. Now, 
to me, you know, I'm not into the spiritual thing. So that's why I have you all on the show. So uh, now I'm spiritual tarot cards, things and the stones and sage. So um, explain to me what is tarot cards and what is its over, uh, overall purpose? Is it really a spiritual uh, way of life or is, uh, were we thinking too deep about it? And Go ahead. Okay. Uh, for me, tarot cards are a medium. Okay. It's a tool, right? And um, you can use tarot cards to receive messages uh, from spirit, is what I like to say. Um, tarot cards specifically aren't a way of life. Again, they're just a tool that we use. Now, when I do my readings, I use tarot cards to help people through whatever life situation they may be facing, um, any questions they may have. So it can it can become a spiritual tool, but it's it's not necessarily a way of life. Now a spirit having a spiritual practice can be a way of life, but not not specifically to tarot cards. Okay, cool, cool. Um so what inspire you to inspire you to explore this realm? Actually, um my my experience has been uh, a little bit different from the general population. Um, coming up as a as a kid, and even now, um, I've known been able to know things and and pick up on different things uh, in the future or present um, with clear insight on issues that. I would otherwise know nothing about. So because of that, um, I've always been interested in it. And um, I've actually directed two tarot cards by, um, well, I would call her my spiritual uh, advisor that um, that I go and see occasionally. And uh, she actually suggested it to me because I was telling her the types of things that were happening to me. And she encouraged me to uh, seek out tarot cards because uh, I was highly intuitive, is what she said. So, and that's how I got into it. Okay. Before I go to that question, I want to ask uh, Brooke, uh, what inspired you to explore this realm of tarot cards? Well, growing up, um, my dad and my mom knew that I had the gift of seeing, um, otherwise, otherwise known as clairvoyance, um, claircognizant, all-knowing, and just um, seeing spirits, hearing them. And so as I got older, um, shortly after my mom had passed away, um, she would come and visit me all the time in dreams. And and people that had passed on that I did not know about, like on my dad's side of the family, on my mom's side of the family, would come to me, they would talk to me, and my parents would be like, well, what the hell, Brooke? <laughs> you you weren't even born when these, when these people died. So, um, of course, I started um, practicing on like meditation. Um, of course, through my dad's experience, he's the one that brought me into spirituality into meditation and so what kind of inspired me to do tarot and I studied tarot throughout high school but I never practiced it and so um what kind of inspired me to kind of just 
make this a thing and put it out there for the collective, for the public, was that some of the messages that I get, some of the messages that I hear from spirit um, are kind of broken. And so I use tarot to kind of bridge those thoughts and messages together because tarot is a form of storytelling. So um, that's what pretty much inspired me to kind of get closer to spirits, kind of get closer to my loved ones. Okay, great, great. Um, there's, a, there's another part of this question, but I'm going to save that for later. Um, so I'm going back to you, uh, Brooke. Why do you think that black people is going, more black people is going down this path? And how do you feel about it? Are you inspired or being a, a trailblazer or are you upset that people are coming down this path and somewhat kind of disrespecting it? Because... I see a lot of people online and they're, you know what I'm saying? They, they're doing it live on Facebook and it seems like all you do, all you got to do is go to a store and buy some cards. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 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 uh, what, tell me why you think black people are going down this path and how do you feel about them going down this path? Well, um, I, this is kind of a, a double-edged sword because being from California where it's a lot more diverse being a black woman you do see your black you know your black friends getting into this stuff everything is so diverse everything is really progressive on the west coast from what I've seen now um, when I do expos here in the south um, in Alabama uh there, there are some uh, black people who wouldn't necessarily agree or they turn me away. They give me dirty looks. They cuss me out. And so um, I do think a lot more black people, though, based off where I'm from back in California, are going down this path because growing up, um, you know, we were going to a, a Christian church. And um, a lot of the things that we you know, saw in the Bible that we read in the Bible was very contradicting. And people, some black people don't like that. They don't like when you start shaking the table about their religion. But of course, I most definitely think that black people now, especially in this world that we're living in, is starting to head down this path because it's just, you're, you're putting matters into your own hands. If we are created in the image of God, then that's how we should act. Um, as far as random people practicing tarot cards, I want to say I am inspired and upset. <laughs> I do like being an inspiration to people. I do like telling people, you know, that you have healing capabilities. Everybody has spiritual skills because some are just stronger than others. But um, I most definitely believe and feel and have read people and they most definitely have spiritual skills that they can hone in on and tarot cards seems to be the most popular divination tool um so that 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 does make me feel um you know really good in a sense but then you see some people abusing that and i don't too much agree with it because i use it as a religion i use it for spirituality so to see people kind of playing with tarot cards and then all of a sudden they're like what the hell I just unleashed some type of spirit or bad things are happening to me it's because you don't listen you're not practicing correctly you just kind of jump into it because it's a fad to you so um I guess I'm kind of both indifferent I should say <laughs> okay and doc, Dr. Cheryl I, I know you probably chopping at the bit, so I wanted to get your your perspective on that that question. Uh, why do you think black people is going down this path, and how you feel about it? Well, first of all, I 
I definitely encourage it. Um, this path, it's not new, right? If anything, um, I feel like it's more of a return to what we naturally know, right? Especially as uh, African, African people. But um, it, it, like she mentioned, it is a double-edged sword when you have a lot of people um, practicing. It, 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 it worries me when what they're doing, they don't take seriously. Mm. Right. But um, I encourage people to definitely explore um, their inner self or higher self. Right. Um, get to know the God within, you know, commune, commune, meditate and all that stuff. And she's right. Tarot's are a common tool to do that. Some people read tea leaves. Some people um, do cowrie shells. You know, it just all depends on what, what your itch is. But it is bothersome when they don't take it seriously because you can have somebody, you know, read some cards and then, you know, if they're not serious about it, they don't put in the time and effort to not only just learn what the cards stand for, but also to hone in, like she was saying, hone in on that spiritual skill of intuition, right? Kind of, uh, again, communing with the God within. If you don't do that, you can lay down some cards, you know, it's confusing for you, then you say, oh, that don't work. That's irritating. All right. Okay. I appreciate it, Dr. Cheryl. Dr. Cheryl, you up, up at bat again. And then I'm quite sure I'm ready to hear what the spiritual gangster got to say about this question. What are the stereotypes that you hear about people that practice tarot cards? Uh, I was trying hard to get somebody from astrology, but couldn't get find the one in time. Uh, tarot cards, astrology, using stones and sage, whatever. What are the stereotypes you hear on a normal basis? That is evil. And that we're devil worshipers and devil workers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> here here in Alabama. Okay, that's that's the first thing that I get, which is interesting because I get that mostly from the Christian faith, but um a lot of my clients are, are Christian, so it's it's interesting. Oh well, well, we gonna, we gonna get down. We gonna get touch that on that a little bit later on because I really want to get into that. Uh, but so okay, you're the devil. Um, you and the devil riding the same car. I got it. Witches. Okay. What about uh, yes, witches. <laughs> so what about you, Brooke? What is it, anything different? Anything different from what Doctor Cheryl is saying? Or have you heard anything bizarre uh, when you say you practice this? Yes, um, the same as what Dr. Cheryl was saying, um, devil worshiper. And I think it's, in, well, in tarot, at least, because there's cards like death. There's the death card. There's the devil card. But for people who don't know about tarot, they, they wouldn't understand the history behind the Greek god Pan, a.k.a. the devil. Um, they wouldn't know about the death card. They wouldn't know about a lot of these things. But as far as astrology, um, because I do dabble in astrology, a lot of the um, a lot of the collective readings I do is for zodiac signs for the horoscope, at least a lot of the free work I do. And um, I hear that astrology is fake and all this, all this is just fake. It, it, it doesn't count as our religion. And so hurts my soul a little bit, but it's OK. We bounce back. <laughs> now, Brooke, um, next question is um, kind of I'm kind of scared to ask, but I'm going to ask it anyway. 
when it comes to terrorines, tell the, the, the black community something that you encounter often uh, practicing tarot cards that they wouldn't that we would not know. So practicing um, tarot cards, and that is exactly why, like my my readies, my clients, I tell them that they have to be very serious. Um, they have to be very fearless when they come get a reading from me because I do have a setup. Um, and it's more so like in a seance type fashion. And so if I'm accessing all these spirits for them, then they don't know that whatever dark figure that's following me or whatever type of energy that's following me is coming from them. You know, they think that it's all fake. They don't think it's real. But I mean, honestly, I just want to shed light on that because that seems to be the most bothersome thing mm -hmm. when it comes to reading tarot that people who don't practice wouldn't know. You know, I'm sure Dr. Cheryl knows and like a lot of the tarot community knows, but people who don't practice would definitely not know that. Or they'll they'll act, it's, it's too flippant. Like the situation's too flippant for them. And that's something I don't appreciate. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm going straight to Dr. Cheryl then. This is part of the question that it, uh, I eliminated from the first question, but I'm bringing it back to you then because uh, Brooke uh, uh, touched on something. What is all needed in order to have a successful tarot reading? Well, um, first of all, you want your tarot reader to definitely have faith in what they're doing, right? You, you want them to not only to know what they're doing, but you also need them to know themselves and to know their spirit. They have to be open. But we are very tarot readers are a very small part of the reading it's all about the client right and the client must must be open okay because how, how else can you receive a message right so if you come into me in the first place you got to be open a little bit because you called and you paid and you scheduled an appointment now usually when people get to me they're either desperate or, you know, or they heard from a friend that it really works. But you definitely, um, just as a client, you really, really, really need to be open to receiving the messages that come through. So you may be skeptical, but don't be unnecessarily so. Got you. Now, um, I'm go back to you, doctor. Most uh, religions frown upon uh the very things that you and Brooke practice, but do you have Christians, Muslims, um, uh, Hebrews, etc., calling you for readings? If so, why? I absolutely do. Um, I am a you know middle aged you know young black woman, and I've been able to help you know elderly white women who may have been Jewish or not you know it people come to me because they come for solutions right they come for answers and a lot of times when we're stressed out and we're looking for something and we're not getting it we can't find it in church we can't find it you know and as we we look to other places because you know we're at a maybe at a breaking point but I feel like people come to me specifically because they're looking for answers and I deliver that. 
Um, yes, I, I have uh, quite a few Christian clients. I've even had a client tell me, you know what you're doing is wrong, don't you? And, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> well, since we both here, let's go ahead, <laughs> let's go ahead and, and proceed. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm aware and, um, but they go through it anyway, go through with it anyway, again, because obviously, you know, the answers that they're seeking you know, this it's not on, you know, in, in Psalms chapter 23, verse 11. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. I want to, I'm sorry to interrupt. Do they more, are they more seclusive about going to you? Because to me, it's kind of like porn. It's like, you know, you ain't supposed to do it, but people are actually doing it. You get what I'm saying? So, I know people ain't not talking about, yeah, girl, I went to Dr. Cheryl and got a reading to the deaconess at the church. You know what I'm saying? Are they more, mm-hmm. they, they, are they careful about coming seeing you? Well, first of all, let me say that I am totally vigilant when it comes to my client's anonymity. So everything I do is anonymous, right? Even, even to the things in my group that, that, Everybody is well aware why they're there, but I keep it anonymous. Mm -hmm. So they feel comfortable with that. However, I do have, I have had people to say, um, you know, don't tag me in this post. Not that I tag people, but don't tag me in this post because I don't want to hear, you know, so-and-so from, from my pastor or, you know, or from my, from my family or anything like that. Yes, I have that. And there have been times where I was like, you know what? I know what them wishes felt like because you see so you will have no idea how many people I've actually helped right and and have helped them not only get through life's obstacles and challenges but help them succeed in their businesses and everyday life and if somebody came to burn me at the stake today they probably wouldn't say nothing wow wow okay that's interesting. The second part of that question, I'm going to go to Brooke. Um, what readings are the most requested from your customers? Uh, they love, love readings. They want to know if they do this coming back to them. <laughs> they want to know if they's getting back together. They don't, they want to know if they should text. They want to know. <laughs> But everybody loves love. I tell people that you need to lead with love. And so that has to that has to be the most common reading, even even over my general readings, even over my predictive readings. So that that's the most requested love readings, general love readings. That's the same for you, Dr. Cheryl. It is um, definitely love, uh, money and uh, business in general. Okay. All right. Mm Cool. So I'm gonna go to with the next question. I'm going with Brooke. Um, when I looked up stones, I noticed there's noticed there are like hundreds of them. Um, most people use stones for various reasons, but mostly for healing. When I did the research, can you give me up to the top five stones uh, and the uses and their purpose? Of course. Um, I love I love 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 crystals. I sell them on my website. 
Um, so for crystal therapy, I like to call them the basic bees of crystals. Um, the top five, I would say, is black tourmaline. Um, it's a stone that's used for protection. It's supposed to like dispel negativity, negative entities, negative thoughts, negative influences. Um, the second one I would I would recommend is rose quartz. That one's a highly popular one because it's supposed to help with love, healing and love and opening up your heart chakra. Um, the third one right behind that is amethyst, very high vibrational. It's multi-use, it's multi-useful. So same kind of components as the rose quartz, um, high vibrational, supposed to bring in positivity, open up the heart chakra, bring in some love. Um, now the fourth one, would have to be my favorite it's it's called hematite and hematite is a stone really good for the root chakra it's supposed to help with grounding um because um when you get into spiritual work you notice that you don't want to have none to do with anybody on this physical realm except for when you do your spiritual work so people start getting irritating to you you don't want to go to work because you just opened up your third eye just really up there spiritual wise but the hematite brings me back down to earth it brings me back down grounds me i should say and last but not least, I would recommend carnelian. Um, I really like carnelian. I call it the sex stone. It's supposed to help with like vitality. Um, it's supposed to help like um, embody this like sexual energy, really open up that sacral chakra energy, that, that sexual power for people who um, maybe have like low sex drive, um, who are trying to attract um, other partners. So I think those would be my five okay cool uh dr cheryl is there any stones that she uh she did not list will be that will be useful for people that, if they want to practice using stones um yes uh rose quartz and amethyst are absolutely great choices so i'm glad she highlighted those um there's also clear quartz um clear quartz is kind of an all-purpose as well um it helps protect against negative energy and it also enhances uh, the power of other stones. Um, a lot of people use clear quartz to actually charge other stones. So um, there's that. I love selenite. And that's because selenite, yeah, I love selenite. And it. Um, I have it like a huge tower um, in my home. And it's really good for um, bringing clarity and self-awareness and it just cleanses the energy it cleanses your aura but it cleanses the energy of everything um i cleanse my tarot cards between readings with it it's absolutely awesome um there's one other stone i don't know how popular it is but it, i'm sure it's probably popular amongst healers and, and um, people who do spiritual work and that's prenite when i first got a prenite stone baby i had to uh I had to ground for several days because it's, it's, it's very well. The piece that I got was pretty large, but um, and and it 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 really helps with um, uh, increasing uh, precognition and inner knowing, and um, it's actually known as a, a stone to heal the healer. But um, it's it's very the vibration is very strong, and my my you know my premonitions and stuff was off the chart until I got used to it 
But yeah, all, all of those she mentioned are absolutely great, and those are probably just a few I'd add to that. Okay, uh, are, you, are you wearing Dr. Cheryl? Are you wearing these? And you saying these are pretty big? Or you got some big rock in the living room? Is something? What what is this? Well, it's it's a, it's the well my tower. It's a very tall tower of selenite. Okay, and it's it's a very very high vibrational stone. So yes, I have it kind of as a centerpiece. Okay, in my home, I also have rose quartz. I have um, amethyst in my office. Uh, so a lot of things that she mentioned, I do wear um, crystals as jewelry. I actually have on uh, citrine right now, and citrine is uh, known for attracting abundance. Oh. So yes, I wear I wear I wear as jewelry. I wear clear quartz as jewelry. I wear that prenite as jewelry. I sure do. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I talked to my friend Brooke about sage, and yes, she sir. is saying that it is you is very is used a lot w- within the Native American community, and it actually came from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're saying people, especially black people, are abusing the hell out of it. Now, what is sage and what is the proper use for it? I'm hearing people are burning sage in the house but not opening up the windows. I've seen the basketball player Kyrie Ir- Irving was burning sage on the basketball court, Man, <laughs> killing, yes. killing bad energy. How are you supposed to use sage? Um. So there, well, I... I haven't heard that one, people uh, abusing sage. First of all, there's different types of um, sage, sages, I should say. There's white sage, there's blue sage, sage mixed with cedarwood. But um, the most common purpose of sage is to cleanse that energy, um, to cleanse the negative energy out of your crib or out of the court, and it's supposed to bring in that good energy. And so... um, like the whole Kyrie Irving thing, um, I thought that was pretty neat. Um, he always gave off that that spiritual vibe. Um, so I'm sure what he was doing was just kind of cleansing the energy before his game so that he can bring in that good energy to win that game. Um, now, as far as um, opening up like the windows, closing the windows, um, again, like how people got different opinions, Um, I most definitely don't open up the windows when I sage only because the purpose is the purpose of the sage is supposed to cleanse the energy at your crib. So if the energy can come in your crib with with the windows closed, you know, you don't have to you don't have to. Um, keep the windows open to let the negative energy out. But, um, there's also Palo Santo, which is a, a popular. Um, smudge stick we call them smudging sticks um that one is a really good they all serve the same purpose pretty much but kind of different in a way depending on which sage you pick up okay okay Uh, anything you want to add to that dr cheryl i do want to add something to that (laughs) um (laughs) um first of all when you have when you have people and and I and I like this topic because I like to bring this up. Sage has specifically been scientifically proven to kill airborne bacteria in a room. Mm. 
Okay. So when you talk about in spiritual terms, cleanse the energy in scientific terms, we're literally cleansing the space. So, so, so one in the same. Wait, 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 so are you telling what you're saying you think I don't know I'm just asking you're saying mm-hmm. is willing is is good is is powerful enough to kill coronavirus I'm so glad you brought that up because I don't want your listeners to you know see a rock and declare it a mountain what I'm saying is if you go and do the research yourself there are certain bacteria airborne bacteria that sage kills. Now, I don't think there's been any studies on COVID in sage. Okay, just want to make but sure. There are certain air, there are certain airborne bacteria that sage kills. But I, what I really want to do is is highlight the correlation between what the spiritual world is saying, cleansing the energy, and scientifically, it's literally cleansing bacteria from mm-hmm. the space. Gotcha. That's that's what I want to highlight. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you, got you. I, I, I just want to ask a quick question. Um, this is for this is for you, Doctor again, Doctor Cheryl, because Brooke doesn't have any kids, but you do. Do they look at you funny? You doing these things, these big rocks and towers and stuff? No, but um, I will say that, of course, you know my children are open. They were raised to be that way. Okay, right? They're open minded. They were raised to be that way. But um, no, um, I do. Uh, I don't know if you heard of Reiki. Reiki is a form of a kind of, a, for lack of a better phrase, energy healing. Um, I won't go into too deep with that. But they they allow me to do energy healing on them, you know, um, as needed. And um, they see these uh, crystals and stuff that I wear. They ask about them. I tell them about them. But they're very, they're very open children. So no, they don't. Okay. I don't. I've done, I thought maybe you had one of your kids like, "Yo, when you come over my house, don't touch anything." You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want no spirits to come on you, Bobby. Now, uh, now I will say I don't let everybody touch my phone. Okay. okay. I don't let I don't let everybody touch my crystals. Okay. All right. This is. We almost at the end to the show. So I want to um, I'm gonna end, I'm gonna start with you, Cheryl, and then I'm gonna end the show with the spiritual gangster. All right. Um, what do you want to educate the black community, Doctor Cheryl? On based on what you have, you all have said today. What do you want to educate the, the uh, black community about what you do when it comes to tarot, uh, tarot cards? Stones and sage, and what? Uh, what ways can they, if they want to participate in this way, what advice you want you would like to give to them to make sure they're doing it right? First of all, I would say remain as open as possible because when you start to journey into this spiritual practice or into any spirituality really you know what you already know is definitely what you already think you know is challenged so don't just write it off you know be open to it and 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 make sure you you make an informed decision um don't remain ignorant right 
read about it, see about it, give it a shot. If you don't like it, that's one thing. Um, also, please realize and understand, please realize and understand, this is not voodoo. This is part of the um, original, and, and, and might I add, voodoo is not bad. Let me just throw that there. Voodoo is not bad. But it's not, the, the media sensationalizes things. Okay, so half of what you think you know is from the media, if you think about it, and like 99% of that is false. What we do, what we practice is very natural. It's very natural, so much so that we incorporate natural stones from the earth. It's only a returning, I would even say a returning back to yourself, right? Maybe a pre-Christian days, pre-slavery perhaps, um, this is what we did. Even Native Americans, they were one with nature. Every, Asian Americans, they all have uh, spiritual practices that involve nature very heavily. So, again, you know, just keep an open mind. You know, understand that what you think you know is probably, mis- you know, a lot of misinformation, um, whether it's from TV or, or your religious preference or whatever it is. And, that's all I have to say. Keep it over mind. Last but not least, we have the spiritual gangster from California. Hey. <laughs> what can what advice you need you would like to give the black community about what you do and and basically the same question to uh well, I did to Dr. Cheryl. What what advice if somebody wants to do this and or practice this? What the what they need to, the black community needs to do to practice this? And and furthermore, I'm going to change the question. But what do you have to do to more to to accept this instead of a, a frown upon it uh, like in the past? So um, I most definitely agree with what Dr. Cheryl had said, being open minded, but also just kind of being resilient in the face of adversity because of how like spirituality and tarot and divination, voodoo, hoodoo even is like progressing. You still have those haters. okay? and I feel like um, I feel like that is what's holding a lot of people back from kind of being like their best selves being their elevated selves, their high, their higher self, um, is the fact that they are too worried about what other people think. And mm-hmm. so um, when you start practicing, I, I and a lot of my readies, you know, I'm not going to push anything on them. I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, F that person, you do you, you do this, you do that, because this is what makes you feel good. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you die alone, you're going to be in the casket alone. So everybody's opinions shouldn't matter and I feel like when I first started uh, (laughs) when I first started um, actually being public to the collective about my practices now I'm not public with everything like um, like Dr. Cheryl like the crystals won't let them touch the altar you will never see unless I feel comfortable but um, the things that I do put out there you just got to remain resilient that's a part of what spiritually gangster is just being resilient in the face of adversity you're going to see a lot of difficulties whenever you start your spiritual journey but this is for you and nobody else this is for the benefit of you and for nobody else so I feel very strongly about that (laughs) about that especially for the black community mm. 
everyone. Um, I want to thank Dr. Cheryl and Brooke for coming on the show. Uh, I just want to leave. I want to say this before I end the show. I normally don't go this route. Most of my shows is about um, it's about um, uh, things that are happening to the black community economically and and physically with police brutality. But somebody might ask, say, Marcus, why are you going down this route? It's because the letter, the first letter, uh, not the first letter, the first E in rebuke is education. I feel that a lot of black people are going down this route and I'm trying to figure out why are they going down this route? And I got the two best people that I know that would help you go down this to further explain why black people are going down this road of spirituality and and to give you more education on this on this this uh, this this spiritual realm so that's it that is why i did the show just for just in case people ask me why i went this route i mean i'm still gonna do my thing but i felt this is very important i thought it was a hot topic to me and I think the black community needs to know more about it. And I thank these uh, young women for coming on the show to talk about it. Now, before I end the show, you always know I ended with my slogan that knowledge is power. Um, economic freedom is salvation. But if you put the two together, we can as a community can uh, build a great nation. Thank you for listening to Rebuke. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.